0: you are listening to the boss experience podcast a podcast with conversations about business growth self-development and maintaining a mindset to achieve business success my name is michelle davis and i am a business strategist and coach and i'm your host let's get started welcome to another episode of the boss experience podcast my name is michelle davis and i'm your host And in this episode, I'm going to focus on the key to building an online business with confidence. Before we even get into a conversation about building a profitable online coaching program, you have to think there's so many other factors to building that online coaching program. And I could possibly focus on, but in this episode, I'm only going to focus on being aligned with the coaching profession in general. We see a lot of coaches popping up online and you may think, well, you know, that looks easy. I could create a coaching program. So not everyone is suited to be a coach and people fall in love with the coaching industry because it, it looks easy. <laughs> you have a new coach popping up online every day and coaching is something that people can do from home or, or do from anywhere and they can make money from it. And in most cases, you can replace your nine to five income over time. Once you develop your strategies, your process, and you really build that foundation for your coaching business, you can earn enough income to leave your nine to five. So coaching is appealing for a number of reasons. Also, depending on your services, you can actually charge considerably high fees because at the end of the day if you're solving a big problem for people, people will pay for that problem to be solved. You stand to earn a lot of money in the coaching business. Coaching is also, you know, very flexible because you set your own schedule. And so, coaching over the years has become appealing to a lot of people, but not everyone is suited to be a coach. So, when you think about coaching, you have to deal with People. And if you don't like dealing with people, or people, you know, have a tendency to get on your nerves, or you feel like people should just do what you want them to do, and you really don't, you know, enjoy helping people, it's really going to be hard for you to be a coach because coaching is very much a people oriented business choice. So if you don't like people or you don't like talking to people, it's probably not a good idea for you to take on coaching. And I think even with a lot of the courses out there, because you could be thinking, I'll just be a coach and I'll just launch a course. And what's actually happened over the last several years is that people desire more than just a pre-recorded course. They desire the human contact with the person that created the course or they want to get access to the person that created the course. Because I think people, they're all coursed out. <laughs> they have, you know, watched all the courses, they have bought all the courses. And the thing with the course is, it comes a point where the course ends and people are stuck and they don't know what to do next. If you've been looking at the trends, even course creators have added in coaching components To their courses. So it's not just a course that people buy and then you never hear from the course creator again, or you have no way of reaching them again. Those, I think those days are, you know, slowly ending. What you're starting to see now is yes, people will buy a course, but the course creator is adding in bonus sessions or they're adding in a Facebook group where they can engage with the people that have purchased their course. So this has been a trend that I've personally seen. Over the last several years, you may have seen the same thing because it's no longer just okay where people are going to get the results that they desire just from simply watching a course and never, ever having interaction with that coach or that course creator again. So you have to enjoy working with people. Hey, if you're enjoying this episode and you know you're ready to take that next step to finally become a professional service provider on your own terms... I want you to consider working with me. When you work with me, I help you start your business the right way from the beginning so you can generate the revenue you desire doing what you love. So head over to CEOBlueprintAcademy.com. That's CEOBlueprintAcademy.com to check out the ways you can work with me to get set up for business success right from the start—that's CEOBlueprintAcademy.com. Okay, back to the show. So, what exactly are the characteristics that make up a good coach? So, there is no shortage of coaching programs that will show you how to be a coach. You know, whether you're striving to be a life coach, a health coach, or some other type of coach, there's an abundance of programs. I have my own programs to help people build a profitable coaching business, but building a profitable coaching business is more than just, you know, showing up and delivering a great program. You really have to have the characteristics to be a good coach, because after all, people are entrusting you to help them solve a big problem. So what are the characteristics of a good coach? The first is, you know, you heard me mention before that you have to enjoy working with people. If you've been following me for a while, you know that, you know, prior to becoming an entrepreneur, I worked in the nonprofit sect- sector with different populations. Yes, I had I have sixteen years of management, but before I was a manager, I worked directly with people, and working with people is challenging, and you have a lot of coaches that start to work one-on-one with clients, whether you know they want to perfect their process of getting people results or whatever the case may be, uh, or they're starting out new and they just want to get in the habit of learning how to work with people. I worked one-on-one with clients as what you would call a case manager, which is a form of coaching because you're setting goals and you're guiding people to a desired result. So often we have a vision for For people's lives. You know, once we get involved in our lives, we get to know people, we have a vision for how they should solve their problem. And sometimes their vision of what the situation is isn't always your vision. And while you think that people will come in and just comply and do what you tell them to do, that typically doesn't always happen. I first experienced that, you know, working with people and seeing that in my Nonprofit career. And that didn't change when I started working with business owners or people that desire to, you know, start a business or start a coaching business. They don't listen always to what you, you know, what you say. That's why, you know, one characteristic that you need is you need to be able to have an understanding of people. And so when you're working with people, you want to be able to understand, you know, the type of person you're working with so that you onboard the right people into your programs, but you also have to enjoy helping people because if you don't enjoy helping people and and enjoy getting people to that ultimate goal, you're going to have a really hard time, you know, working with people and challenging people and their beliefs and getting them to the point where they are able to get to that, that happy place. The whole reason they signed up for your program in the first place right? You have to really enjoy helping people. Anytime you're working with people, you have to have patience. You have to have patience with people. So you have to have patience. And this is whether you're working with someone one-on-one or you're working with them in groups. You know, people ask questions. You you need to be responsive. If if they're in your Facebook group and they ask a question, you need to be responsive to them. You know, people aren't going to pay you to be ignored. And so you need to understand that you're there to actually help them, you know, you need to be responsive to your clients. In addition to, you know, enjoying working with people and having patience, you need to understand that coaching is about relationship building. So in the virtual world, it's not like you're sitting down one-on-one with someone. So even in a coaching program, you have to make sure that your delivery and your content and everything you do evolves around exactly what your clients need to know. And you need to do it in a way that helps them build a relationship with you. If you're new to the online world or you're just getting your business started, I know that sounds a little weird, but you have to understand that people build connections with people and how long those connections last is based on what you make them feel. Do you make them feel like they know you? Do you make them feel like they like you? Do you make them feel like they can trust you? Because with a coaching relationship, they have to feel like they can trust you because they're enrolled in your program to get a solution to their problem. Whatever the case may be, and whatever you're coaching on, your clients need to be able to trust that you can deliver on that. The strange thing about virtual is the burden is fully on you to be focused and to be able to deliver. So you have to not just enjoy working with people, but you have to have good communication skills and be able to build relationships through your content so that people can see you, they can see your personality, they can feel like, oh, even though they've never met you, that they know you in a sense. And it sounds weird if you're new to the online world, but it's also the case with social media. Think about the people that you connect with. Why are you connecting with them? Why do these people stand out to you? It's the same thing with your coaching clients or potential or future coaching clients. So you want to make sure that you enjoy working with people and that you have communication skills that are going to help you connect with your clients so you can have relationships with them so that they can continue to be connected with you and feel like they can they know you like you and trust you. If you're going to be a coach, you need good time management skills. You need to know how long it's going to take to deliver your group coaching session, whether you're doing it live or however you're doing it. You need to be able to deliver that session, know how long it's going to take. If you have like, you know, one-on-ones built into your group coaching or whatever the case may be, you need to be able to plan that time out because your time is, you know, your money. So if someone paid for a 60 minute, you know, individual session, that 60 minute individual session shouldn't be 90 minutes. It needs to be 60 minutes and you need to know exactly what you're going to cover. In that 60 minute session, if you're going to have a Facebook group to complement your coaching program and you're going to do like a, a live or frequently asked questions, you need to have a sense of how long those sessions are going to be and how those sessions are going to be structured so that you structure your time and you want to make sure that everything you plot out in your program, that you actually have it organized in a way that you actually deliver on it. If you're still working a full-time job or you have other things going on in your home, you don't want to have unrealistic time frame set for you, you know, when you'll deliver your coaching program, which brings me to work ethic. You know, anytime you're working with people, no matter what you're doing, whether you're coaching or you have some other business, work ethic is extremely important. People are paying you to show up and to deliver what you say you're going to do, right? You have to have a sense of work ethic. You have to have some strong principles about who you are as a coach and what you stand for. And you want to be able to make sure that you conduct yourself in a certain way with your clients. Your clients, sometimes they, they do grow into friendships, but they start off as professional relationships. And you want to make sure that you maintain a professional demeanor and you conduct your business like a business. You invoice people, you monitor things, you know, that are going on and you have a professional environment that they're walking into. Then there's, you know, the characteristic that you need to actually get people from their unhappy place to their place of happiness is, you know, you need to be a problem solver. You have to be able to see the end game, even though they can't. And to do that, you have to have experience. To do that, you have to know what it's like and you have to have already, you know, have a proven process for helping people get from that unhappy place to a place that they want to be. You know, that whole problem your program is designed to solve. So to do that, you need to have experience and you need to have vision for, you know, being able to look at everyone because everyone is not the same. Their process for getting to that end point or Getting that transformation or whatever, whatever it is, you need to help them have the vision and, you know, to get to that point. And that's why courses over time have evolved because, you know, if you're only connecting with people through a course, there's really no connection if they never see you again. When people have that human component built into their programs where they have a course and then they have a Facebook group and they, or they have a course and they build this community. You get to approach different situations with your clients and you get to deliver kind of like that, that supplemental information that they need because everyone isn't the same and everyone doesn't get results the same way. And so you get to interact with your clients when you build a community and you have to be a problem solver because everyone's problem isn't going to be uh, solved in the same way, even though. Your coaching program is going to help people do this. You may have other factors with different people. It may make their their road to success a little bit more trickier because they have other factors. You have to be able to know what those other factors are and advise them in a way that gets them to that same end game, that same solution and the same transformation as everyone else. But you have to deliver the content or the information to them and the strategy to them to help them navigate the uniqueness about their situation. Problem solving is definitely a characteristic that a coach needs to have. And then there's the emotional piece. So you have a lot of people who I've seen online and they talk about the different coaching strategies and they talk about people in a way that's condescending and talking down to people. And they talk about them in a way that people are incompetent. And then somehow when they come into their program, their program is the only way (laughs) to achieve success. And then you have people that are connected to these people. They, you know, kind of flock to them. And my philosophy is with people, you need to treat people with respect. To do that, you have to have a certain level of emotional intelligence yourself where you respect where people are. I work with people who are coming from professional backgrounds. They've had lengthy careers. They just need the help turning that career experience or that whatever it is, their interests, their passions, or whatever it is, turning it into a coaching business. So the people I work with, I respect their experience. I respect them as human beings. A lot of the people I work with are, you know, kind of 35 and And up. So I respect that they have a certain life experience. These people have raised children. I'm not here to talk down to people. I'm here to empower people to take their knowledge and their professional experience and turn it into a profitable coaching program. So I hope that makes sense. And, you know, that's a lot in terms of, you know, what it really takes to be a coach for someone. So whether you're considering, life coach, you know, health coach, whatever it is that your focus is, you have to have these characteristics. If you're on the fence and you're not sure about if you're a right fit for coaching and you're just kind of trying to see what you should be doing, I would encourage you to book a clarity session with me. And I have a business clarity sessions. I'll put the link down in the description so that you can book that call with me. You can also visit my website at with one l davisnyc.com. And you can also book some time to get together with me and we can have a business clarity session. Those business clarity sessions that I hold with people really kind of give people insight on what they should be doing, who they should be helping. A lot of times you're thinking about maybe being a life coach, health coach, but you don't know how to focus that in because you just can't be a life coach or a health coach. You need to have a specialization. So if you're struggling with, you know, trying to figure out what that specialization should be, or you're struggling trying to figure out if coaching is right for you, let's have a conversation through a business clarity session. So with that being said, that concludes this episode. And I'm so happy you tuned in. If you haven't already, Don't forget to leave a review. Let me know what you think about the episode. Let me know what you think about the content that I provide to you via my podcast. Drop a review. I'm on all podcast platforms. So anywhere you get your podcast, you'll find the Boss Experience Podcast. So leave a review. Let me know what you think. That concludes this episode. And I can't wait for you to tune in in my next episode. Take care and be well. Thank you for tuning in to the Boss Experience Podcast. Don't forget to leave a review for this episode and tune in next time.